0: Welcome to our first segment of this afternoon's program. It's Sunday, April 4th, 2021. I'm your host, Kieran Murdoch. The former Commissioner of Police, Wendell Robinson, won a victory in the High Court on March 24th when the court declared that his removal from that post was unlawful and motivated by bad faith. It also declared that stripping him of his pension was unreasonable, irrational, and unfair. The court ordered that Robinson was due damages. Interestingly, the court also declared that the appointment or confirmation of the current Commissioner of Police, Attlee Rodney, was, quote, unlawful, ultra ultra-virus, ultra-virus, Sorry, null and void. Uh, this has perhaps caused the most perplexing outcome of the current case. Uh, it has raised the question of what such a declaration means for the current Commissioner of Police, Attlee Rodney. Is he still the Commissioner of Police legally? Does it mean that his actions since his appointment in February of 2020 are of no effect? This entire saga began in 2018 when the Police Service Commission was under pressure to investigate complaints of sexual harassment which had been made against Wendell Robinson. After some foot dragging and after the involvement, then withdrawal of the Attorney General, the PSC suspended Robinson on half pay in April of 2018 and later placed him on full pay. Robinson challenged his first suspension in court while he was still Commissioner of Police but on suspension. In late October of 2018, The court then found that the suspension was unlawful and irregular and quashed it and ordered that Robinson was immediately reinstated. Within 24 hours following that judgment, the Police Service Commission suspended Robinson a second time. This time, it was on the basis of an investigation carried out by special constables into the harassment allegations. The investigation had been carried out since August of 2018 during his first suspension, which was later quashed in October. Coming out of the investigation, he was handed disciplinary charges for misconduct uh, before his suspension was quashed later that very same month. Having been suspended a second time, Robinson again challenged the Police Service Commission in court. The next year, 2019, between October and November, there was some wrangling between the parties over Robinson's future, even as the matter was being dealt with in court. The possibility of his transfer to a similar position was raised, but that came to nothing, and in late November of 2019, Robinson was officially fired as commissioner of police and also stripped of his pension. Robinson challenged the matter in court once more. 2020 was, of course, consumed by the coronavirus pandemic, and all court proceedings were very much delayed. Fast forward to 2021, and now a court has ruled that Robinson's removal was unlawful, null and void, and that he is entitled to damages. That, in addition to a declaration, as mentioned earlier, that the current commissioner's appointment is unlawful, null and void. Uh, the commission, that's the Police Service Commission, requested a stay of judgment, which was denied, and they have promised to appeal the ruling. On this segment, we will be asking our guests, what does his latest victory, that's Robinson, mean for both sides and for the Office of Commission of Police? Now, this case has also been controversial because of allegations that Robinson made in his defense. Back in 2018, during his first suspension case, he alleged a conspiracy involving now disgraced MP Asset Michael. Michael, as many know, was fired from the cabinet and later reappointed, uh, but asked to resign again over his alleged involvement in the Peter Verdi scandal. Peter Verdi is a British investor responsible for the PV Energy solar plant at the airport. Michael was reportedly taped discussing bribes and kickbacks with Verdi and another man. Michael was arrested and questioned in the UK in 2017 in relation to that scandal, and Robinson alleged that as Commissioner of Police, he was subject to demands for information about the progress of the UK matter from Michael and Attorney General Benjamin, allegations which those men denied. Uh, Robinson alleged that the harassment allegations against him were an orchestrated attempt to remove him as commissioner because of his unwillingness to cooperate. So, on this segment, we will also be discussing the implications of those allegations as well. Uh, joining our panel for this discussion, we're happy to have with us attorney and uh, former chairman of the Police Service Commission in Barbados, Mr. Richard Gyson Mayers. Good afternoon. We also have with us Mr. Uh, okay, I think Mr. Geyson Mayers. We can hear you now. Good afternoon, Mr. Guyson Mayers. Okay. Good afternoon, Mr. Akash Maharaj. Akash Maharaj joins us as well. He is an ambassador at large for the Global Organization of Parliamentarians Against Corruption. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Maharaj.
1: Good afternoon. Uh,
0: Mr. Geisen-Meyers, um, the implications of this ruling for the current commissioner, Atlee Rodney, um, what are the implications to your mind, Mr. Mayers, if you can hear me?
2: Well, clearly, the, the ruling indicates that he is not properly in office. Uh, you can only have one commissioner at a time, and if the court finds that the previous commissioner was not properly dismissed, then he is still correctly or by right the office holder. Uh, anybody else filling that position therefore cannot be properly in that position the The reality might be that if the a new commissioner was confirmed in the usual process that would indicate that he is substantive then you will have two commissioners and you cannot have that so there will have to be a monetary remedy uh, to as going forward because uh, two people cannot fill one office mm. but the court is clearly saying that the current commissioner is not properly in office
0: mm. Well, do you think that will, do you think a, a challenge to that will form part of the, or could, I should say, could form part of the Police Service Commission's appeal uh, that um, they disagree with that stance? Do you think there's grounds to disagree with that stance that uh, Mr. Attlee Rodney is not properly in office?
2: Uh, picking up what I can from what you said, there, it is obviously going to be a part of the uh, case of the applicant that he was not properly removed from office. So the person who is now in office should be removed for his return. It is unlikely that he would be allowed to return. So there will be a paper acknowledgement where that is concerned. Uh, But I am sure in in many of these cases, if the court were to offer reinstatement, many of these applicants would say no, thank you and walk away i think his relationship with the service commission may be permanently damaged and therefore his reinstatement even though technically possible is unlikely to happen
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, mr gyson mayors um overall uh how do you think that the uh, and bearing in mind the chronology of the entire issue as it began in 2018 uh, and th- also the language of the judgment, as it relates to the Police Service Commission. What's your impression overall of how the Police Service Commission has generally handled the entire matter of uh, Robinson's removal and suspension?
2: Uh, I think the judgment was well reasoned, and uh, the, the the judge did not uh, speak without providing supporting evidence for uh, the position taken. And one could probably say that at the outset, some missteps were made by the commission. Uh, the, I think the, 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 the rule that the commission used as the principal piece of legislation is similar to what what obtains here in Barbados. and. Uh, when they considered that in a relevant matter, I was of the view that it did not apply to the commission of police. I, I thought so in the matter here, and I think so in the matter in Antigua. And therefore, that to, to assume that it did, might be starting out on the wrong foot. Secondly, uh, since there were no procedures established uh, to address an infringement by a commissioner of police. And I believe that the, the, the legacy of our colonial uh, arrangements may be responsible for those rules not applying to a commissioner of police because the commissioner was not always of our, our heritage. Uh, so you have to, provide fear, a fair procedure if you are going to address the commissioner, and it is not one that is already established, because there is none that has been established for the commissioner. And what may maybe should have done to start with is to establish procedures for going forward after giving him notice of the allegation against him. And of course, giving him the opportunity to 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 respond to them the the fact of suspension is another issue i think maybe they could have taken the route of administrative leave uh which is not forming a judgment of guilt or innocent but uh take that route in order to give themselves time to have an effective investigation carried out uh, before coming to a judgment i think those Early steps were not taken, and therefore, you probably couldn't end in a good way after starting out like that.
0: And uh, coming to you, Mr. Akash Maharaj, I want to bring you in here. Uh, your impression of this entire saga up till now, and how it's been it it's been handled, and its its effect.
1: Well, it is obviously an extraordinary state of affairs. Not only that it has it resulted in the improper removal of the highest law enforcement agent in the country, but also that that decision has been uh, has been condemned in such brutal terms by the court. What's more, even putting aside for a moment the rights and the wrongs of the original impetus for removing uh, Mr. robinson from from office, it has to be said that the Police services commission, has acting with a shocking lack of competence throughout this entire affair. Over the past two years, they have been found by the courts to have acted improperly on three separate occasions. And in this most recent ruling, one of the reasons why the court came to the decision it did was that the Police Services Commission, in what is arguably the most important judicial matter in its history, failed to file a meaningful defence. I think that it's important for the people of Antigua and Barbuda to be aware of the fact that one of the reasons putting aside i should say in addition to the merits of the argument that mr robinson made the police services commission failed to explain and to defend its decisions leaving the court with no choice but to restore mr robinson it's also a very strange state of affairs where as a result of the this negligence by the police services commission the country now finds itself in a position where the person who is effectively serving as a police commissioner um mr uh i believe it's Attlee robinson um is has now been declared by the courts to not actually be the police police commissioner and the person who is legally the police commissioner is in no position to exercise the powers of that role so from that perspective when all this is is over i would find it difficult to believe that the police services commission itself can survive i think it's mem- it's whatever the final resolution of this matter the members who have led the country down this path where they have created a situation of chaos over law enforcement as a result of negligence on their part and that's not ju- that's not my judgment that is the judgment of the court so it has been found as a matter of fact that they have acted completely negligence negligently in the exercise of their duties they have to stand aside for people who are prepared to act in a competent fashion. From a broader perspective, i I think that we cannot ignore what Mr. Robinson is saying, and that is, he's saying that this entire saga began because he was removed from office as a result of a politically motivated conspiracy, that the government or government actors removed him as the police commissioner because he was investigating a minister of the Crown who has subsequently been found to have been acting illegally, and indeed whom even the Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda has accused of acting illegally in the in, in Parliament. This judgment does not offer an opinion on that. In other words, it does not say whether Mr. Robinson is being accurate or inaccurate in explaining the reasons for which he was removed. It only says that the process that was followed to, re- to remove him was an outrage against constitutional and, and legal practices, but even in the the most modest and the most restrained interpretation of what has happened over the past two years is that the Police Services Commission is collectively incapable of discharging its responsibilities. The worst interpretation is that they were a party to a conspiracy to remove the chief law enforcement officer because he was investigating a criminal, criminal conduct by Minister of the Crown. And neither of those two options is something that the people of Antigua and Barbuda should be happy with.
0: Let me bring in Mr. Guyson Mayers on the question of uh, how the entire matter playing out from 2018 and, and uh, the current developments, uh, how do you think those will have affected public confidence in our institutions, Mr. Geyson Mayers?
2: It will be difficult to see uh, how the, the public's confidence the operations of the Police Service Commission would not be affected. Uh, 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 your other guests noted that this was not a one-off situation. It seems as though this is consistent with the pattern of, of behavior, or of operation, which may indicate that maybe the Services Service Commission did not take seriously this whole uh, enterprise. This whole action, I mean, they said that they saw the reports made against the commissioner as serious, but their conduct did not indicate that uh, they took the whole matter of him defending himself too seriously. Uh, it is as though they assumed that it was a foregone conclusion and that they will be all right. Uh, however, I believe Mr. Robertson is an attorney-at-law as well. And he would know otherwise. Uh, But, yes, I believe it will shape public confidence in the Commission. And I reiterate, especially because this does not seem to be a one-off situation.
0: Hmm. Uh, And Mr. Akash Maharaj, if we come back to the issue which Mr. Robinson had raised before and and even had raised more recently when Observer reached out for comment about the, um, the most recent judgment, the issue of the conspiracy that he alleged. Uh, and I will say that the, the, the individuals involved, uh, the individuals allegedly involved, the individuals who he alleged were involved, have uh, denied those, those allegations. Um, but do you think that is a matter that warrants any investigation? I mean, uh, it, it, can it exist as a sort of a, a, a hanging conspiracy that we, we never really delve into?
1: I should hope not. I mean, that, that raises the question of, of what happens now. I, I believe that uh, it's unlikely, notwithstanding the decision by the court, it seems unlikely that Mr. Robinson will return as the commissioner of police. And the reason I say that is that even if, even though the, the court has found a gross injustice was done to him, ultimately, the court system has a duty to ensure that justice is done where it can, or at a minimum, to ensure that the least amount of injustice is done. A situation where the police services becomes dysfunctional because there's so much animus between the commissioner who was improperly removed and the apparatus that is supposed to be overseeing him on a day-to-day basis is one that would be a grave injustice to the people of Antigua and Barbuda. I think that as a result, the most likely outcome from all of this is that Mr. Robinson will demand and will receive Payment not only for the salary that he has been deprived of over the past two years, but probably potentially the salary that he would be due as commissioner of police from this day forward to the moment of his of his retirement, plus the pension that he's accumu- that he would have accumulated over that time. So it's, it's potentially an enormous an enormous payout. Um, if they, or uh, that's likely to be what he will start negotiating from, and the government will offer him less at some point. They will come. They will come to an agreement somewhere between them. But there's a broader public policy issue we've already touched on the question of whether the police services commission can be trusted to continue discharging its responsibilities when it has so utterly failed to do so in this case the other aspect is the allegation that he has made about the reasons for which he was was terminated and again I, i think it's important for us to emphasize that the court offered no opinion on whether on whether it substantiated those allegations but there should be a commission of inquiry that is carried out either by parliament or by an independent body as part of the final settlement of these affairs and that should include an investigation into why did the police services commission fail so utterly to discharge its responsibilities what should the government of antigua and barbuda do to ensure that a future police services commission better understands its responsibilities and carries them out and if it goes down uh, if it goes off the rails, as has happened in this case, is are there, are there means of policies or procedures they can put in place to stop it from getting to this point? And also, is there any merit to the allegations made by Mr. Robinson that all of this was started in the first place because he was doing his job as a police officer to investigate corruption in the highest levels of the government? If his allegations are true... Then that is that makes this an already serious matter even more serious. It suggests that the political apparatus has reached into law enforcement to destroy the career of the only person who who can hold corrupt public officials meaningfully to account. If his allegations are are unjust, if he is, for example, if either he has misunderstood the situation, or he has concocted this story as a wounded party in an attempt to wound those who have wounded him, then the people of Antigua and Barbuda deserve to know the truth. They deserve to know that things aren't quite that bad but one way or the other it is the worst of all possible worlds for these allegations to simply hang in the air it means that the people of antigua and barbuda or at least a large percentage of the population will assume that they are true but that no one but nevertheless no one has will have been brought to justice it means that that if there are guilty people they will walk free it means if there are innocent people they will be under a cloud of suspicion and that cannot be allowed to continue
0: Mr. Geison, may, make may I, an intervention here? Yes, please, please go ahead.
2: Yes. Uh, I, I, I think that we should not take lightly uh, the thrust of the, of the nature of the allegation that Mr. Robertson made. <coughs> but the, the very nature of that allegation might mean that the police may not be encouraged to investigate it. And that poses another issue. Uh, the troubling thing is that if there was any truth to it, then the commission colluded with somebody to prevent Mr. Robinson from doing his job as commissioner. That is an awful allegation. Uh, And if it were to be confirmed, that could even be criminal. The, The... Removal of the members of the commission, though, may have other implications, even though we may look and think that that may be necessary. I believe the members of the commission have constitutional protection, maybe similar to that of a judge. So it may not be as easy to remove them as we might think, unless, of course, more persuasion can encourage them To walk away. Uh, But unless they meet what is provided for in law for the removal, it may be impossible to remove them. And you may end up having the country stuck with with a commission that nobody has confidence in. But uh, I believe uh, that the, the, the sitting administration should be in a position to encourage them to to walk away and make room for a differently constituted commission uh without necessarily causing an impasse by their deciding not to move Mm -hmm. but i believe they have some level of protection which is necessary Mm -hmm. for persons in a position like that that makes the removal not automatic
0: let me ask you, Mr. Guyson Mayers, just um, to, 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 to zoom in on that question of whether or not you think there should be uh, an investigation into the allegations Mr. Robinson made. Do you think there should be? Uh, I understand from you that you think perhaps the police may not be the best persons to do it, uh, but do you think there should be an investigation nonetheless, even if it's by an independent body?
2: I don't know that there's anybody else besides the police who can do it, but indeed there should be. Uh, I'm merely saying that since this is tinged with political interests, uh, I do not know that there, there will be any encouragement given to them uh, to do the investigation. The court could not properly comment on the allegation. I do not think any evidence of that was before the court. Uh, but it takes out the like sore thumb and begs for attention. However. If uh, some basic information that may be floating around in Antigua uh, suggests that there may be some merit to the allegation, then it may not be in the interest of, of everybody to have it confirmed.
0: Well, Mr. Akash Maharaj, we have come just around to the end of this segment. I'll ask you to leave us with a final word as to the implications of, of this entire matter on um, on the police force and on confidence in the police force in Antigua and Barbuda.
1: Clearly, this episode will not have built public confidence in either the, the ability of the police force to carry out its mandate when investigating people in the high, office, in high offices of state as a result of Mr. Robinson's allegations nor will it have increased public confidence in the Police Services Commission, given the fact that the commission has been found by the courts to have acted so outrageously and having had its most important decision overturned. If one is looking for a silver lining to this, it is that the people of Antigua and Barbuda can have confidence in the independence of the judiciary. That is to say that when faced with a monumentally serious allegation by a wrong police officer, The courts have sided with that police officer who was treated improperly by the Police Services Commission. That wouldn't happen in every country. If indeed there has been a conspiracy at the highest levels of the state to punish Mr. Robinson for investigating ministers of the Crown, and if that conspiracy resulted in him being removed from office so that he could not carry out that investigation, then that should concern the people of Antigua and Barbuda. On the other hand, they should feel relieved that the courts are clearly not tainted by that conspiracy and were not a part of it and are not under the sway of people who might be authors of that conspiracy i'll say finally that mr robinson himself is now in a a monumentally powerful position he has defeated his adversaries utterly though they may they may very well appeal and that may, may bring about a different judgment but right now he stands victorious on the field of battle i would put it to him that he has a responsibility to his fellow citizens not to allow the allegations that he has made that there was political interference in his being removed from office to simply hang in the air. If, if he is telling the truth, if that really is what, what has happened, then he has a responsibility to come forward with all the evidence, with all the facts at his disposal and all the details that substantiate that. Because if what he's saying is true, the victim in this crime isn't just himself, it's the entire population of Antigua and Barbuda. And now that he is, at least in the eyes of the law, once again the Commissioner of Police, he has responsibility to put those facts at the service of the people whom he serves.
0: Well, with that, I want to say thank you to Mr. Akash Maharaj, Ambassador at Large for the Global Organization of Parliamentarians Against Corruption, and as well to Mr. Gyson Mayers, Attorney and former Chairman of the Police Service Commission in Barbados. <laughs>